I'll make a really, really boring version of Memento, I think. Remember to pick up more milk for tea. <laughs> Earl Grey is not to be trusted. And welcome to World 1 Stage 1. I'm Simon. I'm Jack. I'm Jack also. And no, we're no, you're back Irish. once again. Either or. Pardon? You were saying things. Say hello. Them. Say, uh, yeah, <laughs> you're Irish. I'm Jack. Otherwise, oh, this is going to get really yeah. confusing. I just said evil or. Oh, either have a Jack or. And okay, a Jack. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Uh, I went to see Man of Steel again. <laughs> twice? Yes. Well, Zoe hasn't seen it. Okay, fair enough. But, you know, the, the things we've done during the week segment of the show is going to get really boring really quickly if you just go and see Man of Steel every week. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't go see Man of Steel. I went to see uh, I went to saw Despicable Me too. Ooh, how is it? Awesome. <laughs> They've basically taken all the great bits from the first one and then added even more great bits to it. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of glad to hear that. Cause, it's really good. Well, I was worried because it doesn't seem like a film that needs a sequel. I mean, they're wrong. Like, you can easily think out what's going to happen in the plot, because they're not exactly hard films to understand. Yeah. But the way they go around it is really well done. No, I, I love the first one, but, like, not go and see the sequel. Excuse me. Uh, go and see the sequel in the cinema. It amounts of love for the movie. Ah, uh, well. I would say go see it. If you liked, if you liked the first I'll, one. I'll certainly watch it once it's laid out on DVD or whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm probably Jen, the same. Jen are bound to have a Blu-ray evening when it comes out on Blu-ray, so... True. Bad boy. Bad boy. Ah, bad boy. But yeah, I'm probably the same. I'll pick it up on Netflix or DVD or something. Yeah. Because uh, I, I really did enjoy the first one, but I, I didn't feel like it set up or needed any follow-on. It was a very self-contained film. True, and that does tend to lead to some of the worst sequels around, like the never-ending story sequels. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's baked into the name, it, it should have sequels forever. It should, but not when Never Ending Story 3 has Jack Black in it. <laughs> Nothing should have Jack Black in it. Uh, it uh, Actually, I can uh, think of things uh, that should have Jack Black in. Jack Black's clothes. The ocean. Ah. The sun. Ah. No, Stop no, me. I don't like, I, I don't dislike him that much. Leave Jack Black alone. <laughs> <laughs> he was good in Brutal Legend. He was, I'll give him that. Never played it. Then again, again, he was Jack Black playing Jack Black, so... Yes. And that's kind of the only part he can play well. Yes. Yeah, I can't... Uh, the, um, yeah, I can't really think of any movies that are out at the moment that I do really want to go and see at the cinema. Um, Pacific Rim. Not out yet. Not out yet, but I want to as see it. As soon as it does, though. <laughs> uh, I want to see that. <laughs> that's my sound of want. Uh, Monsters University. Yep. Comes out. Oh god, there was a load of trailers before this for me. There we go. Yep, see that. Want to see that? The new Percy Jackson trailer, which looks really good. Uh, what else was there? Mostly movie-wise, I've been I've been tearing up recently, looking at some of the the stuff coming out of the Hobbit um, sequels. 
Turn it up Hobbit. in a good way or bad way? In a in a really well in a in a in a sad way because like um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's uh, the first thing was Peter Jackson uh, putting a photo up, and it's him and and Ian McKellen um, with like you know he's got all the sort of um, makeup on, so he's got all these like open wounds and stuff like that. So he's obviously been in like a fight scene or something, mm. um, and it's him saying we just shot our last film with Gandalf, so the journey that started oh. in 1999 has ended today. Yeah, I thought, oh, that's, that's, so. That's, yeah, and then and then they did something slightly different with uh, with Orlando Bloom on his last day of shooting Legolas. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that. Yes, I have. Yeah, have you seen that, Jack? Irish. You there? Um, I've seen the pictures. It doesn't really bother me because I've not seen the Hobbit. No, no. I mean, have you seen have you seen the video of what uh, Orlando Bloom did with his last day of being Legolas? Oh no, no, no. A a live action version of they're taking the Hobbits to Isengard. Really? Yeah. Wow, it's pretty <laughs> cool. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, the Lone Ranger coming out in cinemas, so I can specifically not give them money. <laughs> I was I was really worried when you started that sentence, but I'm glad we ended it on the same note. <laughs> we ended it on the same because page. Right now I haven't got the opportunity to not give them money, but yeah. once it's open, I can choose specifically to give them no money. Is there is there a specific reason? It looks shit. Okay, fair enough. Also, vaguely insensitive. Is, is this the, the Johnny Depp casting? Yeah. Yeah, that was my reasoning for not wanting to go and see it, so, uh, yeah. Well, the casting, also In general? dead bird on his head. That's what that is? Yeah. Oh, I just thought he had really even more weird hair than usual this time around. So, in general, I, I just want nothing to do with that film. Fair enough. Oh, and I the same with The Wolverine. Really? Oh, no, see, I saw the trailer for The Wolverine, and I think that looks better than Origins. Yes, I'll agree. It does look better than Origins. <laughs> this, is, this is really the sort of thing, though. I think it's going to get people by going, look, we're better than Origins. People go, oh, awesome. And then they go and see it and go, wait a minute. Well, considering I have a cinema card, you know, as long as I see, I've already seen two movies this month as it is, so I've already warranted my price for it. So every film I see after this is for free. See, I think it looks like a very bad film. And also, I didn't like their um, jerky really is the only word for it, uh, advertising. They are being jerks. How do you mean? I've not, I've not really seen much advertising other than the trailers. Well, when Zoe and I went to see Man of Steel, yeah. between two of the trailers, it just came up on the screen in the Iron Man font, in Iron Man red, stronger than iron, and then these three claw marks scratched through it. Uh... Then there was another trailer. And then in the Man of Steel font, came up stronger than steel, three claw marks scratched through it. And then after another trailer, then you get the Wolverine trailer. How did are they? I mean, I don't know advertising law all that much, or any kind of law really. But are they allowed to do that then, with like referencing DC, or is yeah. it like okay, fair enough? I mean, they don't explicitly use any DC um, copyrights or trademarks. But like, I mean, so the the fonts and all that used for the uh, yeah, fair point, I guess. It's just insinuation. Yeah, I guess it's it's but like the whole it's sort slightly of- jerky. Yeah, it it is, but I mean, it's kind of like the whole versus our our closest competitive brands or whatever it is. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, but, I'm not, but I'll yeah. probably have to see the Lone Ranger just for work purposes. Are you selling Lone Ranger toys? Yeah, we are, and Lego. Oh, cool, cool, fair enough. So, one I am really excited about is Elysium. Where do I know that name from? I've seen a trailer for that, and I was like, that looks awesome, and now I can't remember. It's the new Neil Blomkamp film. Yes, uh, District that was it. Director. Yep. And with, it's uh, Matt Damon? Yes, Matt Damon and Jodie Foster. Oh, yeah. 
It looks um, seriously. I've not seen the trailer for this. I it, no it basically it basically rose up about a day after me and Rowan were having a conversation about from watching Man of Steel and saying, "Look, why don't we make some good hard sci-fi? Because uh, we've clearly got the technology to do it now. Looking at you know Krypton and all that, and Man of Steel." And then saw the trailer for Elysium. I'm like, oh, sweet, merciful Christ, yes. Yeah, welcome to Neil Blomkamp's world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I'll, I yeah, definitely no going to see that too. About. Well, it's <clears throat> hard sci-fi occupy Wall Street with guns. Oh, uh, okay. And it's really creepy a robots. future where the 1% live in a space facility called Elysium, a satellite, basically. And everyone else is stuck on Earth, which is a shithole. And there's evil bureaucratic robots. Yes. And also mm-hmm. evil fighting robots. Are you using sarcasm? It just looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, he has oh. two in the same month. Was it? What's, what else has he got coming out? Was he, did he work on Pacific Rim at all, or what? Blomkamp? Yeah, no. What's the other one then? I, I said Kickass Two is coming out in the same month. Oh, I thought you said he's got two coming out the same no, month. No, oh, Kickass sorry, Two. Sorry, sorry, misheard you. Not seen Kickass, so. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, I enjoyed oh, it. I've heard that. I've heard it's good, but I've not not really seen it. And it does sort of tie in quite nicely, I think, with the whole sort of like the the the, the beating up of people and whatnot and the bright colours into our uh, episode today. It does rather. Kickass could be considered a brawler. Yeah. And if they made a game of it, it should be a brawler. It, well, and in many ways, it reminds me of Scott Pilgrim. So. Yeah, I was going to say it reminds me a lot of the Scott Pilgrim game. It would be like, which was a in fact a two D brawler. Spoilers. Yes, Scott that's Pilgrim what we're talking about today. Well, the episode title is also a spoiler in that regard. Ah, but the people in and the guys listening to it so long for this. The people in the chat box don't know that. <laughs> they do now. <laughs> yeah, they do now. But like that—that's because, like, a spoiler. Like in every episode before this, have been like, "Oh no!" Now the audience know, and like, yeah, but they can read the title. But now we actually have people who can't read the title. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> do you realise how long I've waited for that? <laughs> About six years. Yeah, my day is complete. My my six <laughs> years are complete now. And you'll be able to listen to this episode as the week goes by and remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was that being recorded or that conversation? No, but it okay, was broadcast. Cool. Oh, okay, fair enough. I think. Do, do we need to explain, <laughs> maybe? No. Okay, good. So we're talking about beat-em-ups, brawlers, side-scrollers, Hack whatever you want to call them. Hack and slashes, yes. And these, uh, it's a very old genre of game. Y- yeah, how, this say. is things, oh wow, your, your, your mic quality just suddenly like, leaped up. That was really weird. Um... Yeah, I, I couldn't exactly find out how old. I couldn't find anything that was specifically listed as the first of its kind um, when I was doing my research. The closest I could find was Renegade. Interesting. I think the earliest was uh, not one-on-one. We're not talking about those. Um, Kung Fu Master? Again, not, that's not one I've heard of, then. Like I said, it's it's a, a very old game. Hmm. Uh, Ah, oh, and I can't remember anything about it. Hang on, let me. Look when, when 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 was that out? It was mid eighties. Okay, I think a little bit before Renegade, because Renegade was eighty six, and it was also the first game I ever played. Kung Fu Master was eighty four. Oh yes, wow, okay, that was the <coughs> Kung Fu Master was the earliest in eighty four, and that was, was an uh, old Atari twenty six hundred game. It was f- f- released in Japanese arcades in eighty four as well. So. So yes, okay. that was um, taking on from uh, the popularity of the sort of one-on-one fighter, like we know yeah. it with Street Fighter 2 and all the way through Soul Calibur. Yeah. Uh, and took it into a side-scrolling, it was a single-player game, but it was very much what we'd recognise as the brawler, you know, 
freedom of movement vertically within your path and scrolling left to right with a wave after wave of enemies to beat up. Yeah. So it sort of was what we now think of as the as the brawler, the, the side-scrolling brawler. It sort of set the pattern for it, yeah. Yeah. And and it had a plot, loosely. In, in that same way that, you know, all of these games have plots. Yes. There's a, the, the plot yeah, there's a bad be, dude. Are you a bad enough dude to save the president? Yeah. Or there are Cadillacs and there are dinosaurs. <gasps> See, I never played the game with that, but I do remember the <clears throat> Saturday morning cartoon show. <laughs> Is a plot work much the same way as Doom does, where, you know, make game, then decide plot. I think some of them were that way, and some of them, the plot was sort of the concept that you started with. I think mm, I yeah. had enough dude to save the president might have come before the game. <laughs> Not that it mattered. Um, yeah, I think most of them followed exactly the same plot, though, which is you're a badass and some evil other badass has taken your girlfriend. Or president. Or president, yeah, there is that. <laughs> but, yeah, but I mean, basically. specifically, with, with, yeah, with renegaded, although, you know, never mind. I was going to make a reference to last week's episode then. Um, a horrible, horrible crossover then. My girlfriend is the president, and now I need to beat up the uh, machine gun Willie <laughs> to, to get her back. Uh, but yeah, like Renegade and Double Dragon definitely sort of followed that same thing. Um, Streets of Rage had you going and saving someone who's been taken away, but then it turns out, <gasps> spoilers. Yeah, um, this dates from an era of gaming where broadly everything involved 2D scrolling of some sort. Yeah. Whether it was uh, something like an Arkanoid type game, um, uh, you know, a scrolling shooter. Like uh, Ikaruga. Like Mario. Yeah. Because this is what the old 8-bit systems could do, and do reasonably and they did well. It, and they did it well enough. And one of the, the big things about this kind of game, I think, that set it apart, is they were, um, after Double Dragon came along, broadly speaking, cooperative games. Hmm. Which is where a, a great love of yours turned up. Yes, I love cooperative gaming. Because, you know, play with your friends, and more importantly, dick them over occasionally. Occasionally. But it's not Occasion. like competitive gaming where you're trying to dick each other over constantly. Where the, yeah, where that is sort of like the point, the crux of the whole thing. It it's becomes it's a little... more a harmless pranking. Yeah, it's like a little <laughs> cherry on the top of the game. Although you can't really do that much dicking over in a lot of these games. Although you can steal uh, health things. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, but we'll, we will get to Double Dragon in its time. We will. Yeah. Actually, I've got a kind of short list of games I want to talk about. That's cool, cool. I don't know about you guys. Um, I've got some up here. I've got like the list going from earliest I could find, which is Renegade, uh, up until the last one I could find. Well, considering I didn't realise what the topic was until today, uh, <laughs> I don't have much. <laughs> but you have you have played these games. Oh, I have played. Oh, God, yes, have I played yeah, these games. So you just have to throw in through memory. Yes, memory. Yeah! That thing memory. I don't have. Hooray. No, you have names of games tattooed all over your body. That's true, and, and by milk. Crossed out. Yeah. And, so and kill uh, Joe Pantoliano. Tell us about Renegade, Jack. Renegade, uh, if I remember correctly, was the first game I ever played. I, I'm trying to think. So I had the Master System, and I swear to God, I, if you didn't plug a game in to most people's Master Systems, they played Alex the Kid or Alex Kid. Mm -hmm. I swear I never had the Renegade game, but it, I remember playing it all the time. So I don't know if I had a like a, a different, a later Master System or an earlier Master System, or where that was the built-in game, maybe, or maybe my memory. I just don't remember the box, whatever it is. I just remember playing it all the time. Um, but it is basically about as generic a side-scrolling, punchy, kicky game as you can imagine. Um, but it did break a lot of the um, 
a lot of the sort of standard things like from well i'm assuming from uh, what we were talking about earlier um because apparently it was the first one to give you um four directional control so you didn't you weren't just walking from left to right you could go up and down and mm. so it's more like a would that be that's not really two and a half d is it kind of is a little bit yeah it's 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 sort of halfway between top down and and um i guess sort of like cross section gaming is you know you can sort of move up and down and then go around your enemies and hit them in the back and so on um and you know you could punch and kick and jump so you had all this those different sort of commands uh, at your beck and call um and apparently it introduced the idea of enemies that can take multiple hits ah which is weird. I assumed everything before that was just you punch them, they go down, you move on to the next yeah, one. Yeah, more like the sh- uh, side-scrolling shooters. You hit it, yeah. it dies. And I remember it being like really weird, because there was a really weird sort of tactical thing to it, which is that you had two different kinds of enemy. Like Because it was a Master System game, you know, there's not that much uh, in the way of variety that you could have. Um, but the enemies, they were like glass hammers. They were essentially guys that were really, really weak. You could take them down with a couple of hits. But if they hit you, they would do a shitload of damage. Yeah. And then there were the biggest, the sort of bigger, slower guys who would take a load of hits to take down. Sorry, no, yeah, they'd take a load of hits to take down, but they also couldn't throw out that much punishment themselves. Um, but they were particularly annoying because they could grab you from behind. Mm. And, you know, getting grappled was really, really friggin' annoying. Um, and then you'd fight through a level, then there'd be a boss fight, and then you'd beat the boss. And then at the end of every boss fight, the main character would say, you ain't tough enough for me. And then move on to the next fight. <laughs> I still remember that little the little jingle at the end of it, and then just you ain't tough enough for me. Da, 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 da. And then you go off to the subway. And I never completed it. I've never played it. It just it just ended up getting way too hard towards the end. Like most games, it only apparently only I, I'm told now it only had four levels. <laughs> wow. And then when you beat it, it starts again, but the difficulty goes up. That sounds about so right that, for games of this kind of era. Yeah, uh, but I never completed it once, apparently. I'd, or I don't remember playing it, completing it. So, uh, yeah, it was difficult to begin with. And did that have co-op? Uh, not that I remember. Apparently, according, I'm, having, I'm having a look now, but apparently, according to this, it did have multiplayer. Um, but it gets, it gets confusing, because basically, how Renegade works, I don't know like the specifics, but basically... In Japan, it was released as uh, Neketsukoha Kunio-kun, which has the, one of the greatest translations ever. Hot-blooded, tough guy Kunio. <laughs> and Kunio then they brought it over to the West. Um, Kunio oh, will be yeah. coming up again in this game, uh, in this show. Oh yeah, because he's, he's got a couple of other games under his belt. Including um, possibly the definitive side-scroller. Is that River City Ransom? It is. Excellent. Um, well, basically, like, yeah, that was the guy from, that's the guy from Renegade. This is his first game. So, that, yeah, the guy from River City Ransom, this is his first game, Renegade. Um, and then basically when they brought it over to the West, they called it Renegade, because they didn't think hot-blooded tough guy Kunio would sell that well, apparently. Um, then they changed all the sprites, and they changed all the backgrounds. So they completely converted the game. So it's the same sort of game, it just looks completely different, if that makes any sense. It does. Um, so and then, what did they yeah. change the setting from and to? Uh, I'm guessing it's sort of it, from what I remember, sort of post-apocalyptic '80s America. So, um, if you've seen Escape from New York, <laughs> then you know what I'm talking about. It's that same setting that all these games seem to be like, you know, Double Dragon and whatnot seem to be set in. You know, it's it's uh, urban sprawl, guys with big, brightly coloured mohawks and 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 green overcoats punching yeah. you. That it's sort just, of thing. Given that it's a Kunio game. Yeah, I was wondering if it started as um, a high schooler. Uh, it never really mentions it. I mean, not that I know of, anyway. Because both of his 
um, other games, Super Dodgeball and River City Ransom, are based around schools and beating up rival schools. Yeah, in this he's just sort of like, he seems to be some kind of vigilante, I guess. Interesting. Love Super Dodgeball. Super Dodgeball. Yeah, and... But this is the where it starts to get a bit weird, because like you said, in Japan, uh, this game, you know, Hot-Blooded Tough Guy Kunio, got sequels. Or rather, like, spin-off games, or, you know, the, the same character appeared in, in other games. Super Dodgeball and River City Ransom. Over here in the West, Renegade, which was the Western conversion of Kunio-kun, also got sequels. Yeah. Which had nothing to do with Dodgeball, uh, Super Dodgeball or River City Ransom. So there is a Renegade 2 and 3 but they were made completely apart from everything else. So it's kind of like, essentially, two series with the same point of origin. Parallel universes. Yeah, there's, there's the Western universe and the, the Japanese universe. Did they retake the, the Japanese. graphic stylings? Yeah, Target Renegade and Renegade 3, the final chapter. And yes, having played Renegade 3... Oh, uh, you have? The Western games... Yeah, it's awful. Okay. Um, but the Western games did keep that kind of classic brawler... Um, over-the-top, punky kind of ideal. Although, Renegade 3 specifically takes it from there into a weird time-travel conceit. Oh, okay. So they have you, like, beating up mummies at one point and things. Because <laughs> that's what <laughs> every game really needs. weird. Um, I will also point out that um, Super Dodgeball and River City Ransom weren't the only games he uh, also turned, that Kunio Kun also turned up in. Apparently, he's also in Nintendo World Cup. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. <laughs> I don't know what in what you know context he's in Nintendo World Cup, but I kind of want to see it. Yeah. I'm assuming a I'm player, intrigued. I guess. Special special player, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 Renegade. Basically, you are yeah, you are Mister K. I think he's called in in on the NES anyway. Um, and mm. you run around and go and beat up guys because some evil dude has stolen your girlfriend. Speaking of which, because the the mid to late eighties were a real golden era for this kind of game. Mm-hmm. Double oh, Dragon, yeah. <laughs> we, th- which is again the next one I've got, which is made by the same company. Yep, Technos. and very much the same kind of a feel of game. It's a sort of spiritual successor to Renegade, um, but this one was definitely two-player multiplayer. Yes, and that, that became was a very, very much big the part point. of it. Yeah, Double Dragon. Oh my god, this game is awesome! I love and this game. I spent how many so many releases of my and remakes on this game? How many releases and remakes have there been? Well, the original Double Dragon uh, has been on everything. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's a platform going that doesn't have a Double Dragon version on it. And as for the franchise, how many Double Dragons have there been? Because there was at yeah, least well, two and three. And, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, apparently there double were five. Double Dragon and Battletoads. And... There was, yeah. yeah. Double Dragon Battletoads. That was a thing. I'm just having a look uh, now. The TV um, series. I, oh my god. Oh god, the TV series. series. I've seen, I've the seen the movie. awful. <laughs> the I've seen the movie, um, but not the not the TV series. Apparently, it, it's not good. TV I've got, a list, of, I've had, got a list here of the like home versions, the, the home versions of the game that were released. Mm. So you had the yeah. NES, the Master System, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, the Atari Seventy Eight Hundred, the Atari ST, the Amiga, the Commodore Sixty Four, the Game Boy, the Genesis or Mega Drive, and the Atari Lynx. It was also out wow. on the Game Boy. Uh, yep, m- mentioned that one. It's and it also got Xbox be- and PlayStation. Uh, has it been on the Xbox? Oh god, it is, apparently, as of 2012. They've and had PlayStation Network. Risk. They've had a Double Dragon Wii Neo Virtual Console. Neon. Yep, Game Boy Advance. Uh, it's available on the Wii Virtual Console, the Nintendo 3DS Virtual Console. Basically, it's it's a bit like Doom. You know, you can if you've got a thing that has a screen on it, you can probably run it. Yep, even if that thing is like a camera or something. 
Yeah. Uh, actually, that's a good point. Is there an, there is an iOS there is an iOS version? <laughs> <laughs> I just went to look for that. Yep, there is. In fact, yep, there's there's a version for your phone. Of course, there is. So yeah, um, the plot basically think exactly the same as Renegade, but there's two of you. There's two of you. Your brothers, your Billy and Jimmy Lee, or Hammer and Spike <laughs> and Spike. I don't know which ones which. Like whether they were Hammer and Spike in one market and and Billy American. and Jimmy. The, the hammer and spike in um, America? Yep. Okay. I've always heard them as Billy and Jimmy. That's because fans of the game know that they're called Billy and Jimmy and, and, and hammer and spike are stupid name. names. Yeah. Also, it leads to some sort of odd uh, mental images for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Basically, you are the Lee brothers, uh, the, the last known practitioners of uh, the great martial art uh, Sosetsuken, and yep. a bad guy. Is it a boat? <sighs> A bobo, a bobo, a bobo, a bobo, has steal, stolen your girlfriend, and you've got to go and get her back. I just point out we just spent a moment all saying a bobo. <laughs> That's true. Should we do that again? A bobo, a bobo, a bobo, a bobo, a bobo, a bobo has stolen your girlfriend. Obabu, um, yeah, only a purple bobo, and he has, yeah, it's um. Plot-wise, that's that's pretty much it, except for one little thing. If you're playing it two-player cooperative, yes, which is uh, my favorite thing about Double Dragon, yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah, if you are playing this in in two-player cooperative, so you and your buddy sitting there playing the game, and you both make it through that, the final fight, yeah. How how many fights, like real life fights, must this have caused? You you get to the end of the game, and then uh, it turns Spike PvP. Or, yeah, Spike or Jimmy turns to his brother and says, right, cool, we beat a Bobo. Oh, by the way, I'm running the Shadow Warriors. I'm, you know, the final hidden boss. And then you fight each other. There you go. Fight. Whoever wins, wins the day. Basically, yes. Well, you've gone really, like, far away or crackly or something. That might be down to network quality. Okay, fair enough. Hopefully it won't sound like that to people. It might, though. Okay, cool, that's all right. Oh, better again. Good. But yes, one of the things about Double Dragon is the fighting got a bit more complicated. It started to introduce combo moves and weapons. Uh, sorry, I got a bit distracted there. Apparently, some people can't hear anything. But Ooh. Metwinge. Meet, metwin. Meet. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as other people can hear it, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's Double Dragon. Uh, it, it's been released on everything. Um, I'm I'm fairly certain if I if I look out the window, I'll probably see it being played on my window. It's possible. Also, wow! I'm looking at the reception for it, like the reviews it got at the time. Um, it got well, basically, f- from two sources, it got like an eighty-one percent and an eight out of ten, and then from three other sources, it got like fifty percent. That and seems as, unfair. Yeah, you know, you know what like a fifty percent means in video game reviews, right? More so now than then, but even True. then, it did mean not a good game. So it seems a little unfair, and also like very split, you know, uh, between people that loved it and people that hated it. Or yeah. Wow, you sound really crackly. This is getting really weird. I sound it to myself now. Hang on, I shall be right back. Okay, cool. It sounds like you've got bees flying out of your mouth. Oh God, not the bees! Yes. Yes. No crackling. That's good. Cool. Yeah. Sometimes USB microphones go weird. Clearly, this is one of those times. Cool. You let me know if if, it, if mine starts doing the same thing. Will do. Cool. So Double Dragon uh, was followed rather quickly by a Capcom release. 
the sequel to Street Fighter, which, funnily enough, is not Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Final Fight? Final Fight. Yes. I love this love game. Final Fight. Yes, this game's amazing. I've never played Final Fight. What is wrong with you? Really? Uh, wow. Several dark I suppose things. Sega fanboy, really, weren't you? Because you had Golden Axe like, and such. Yeah, but, you know, Capcom didn't make console exclusives. Final Fight was Nintendo. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, I've, I, or maybe I have played Final Fight and I don't remember it, but I certainly don't remember it. Cody. You were a Cody guy, weren't you? I liked Cody. I liked Guy, but I used to play as Cody more often. Yeah, I think I did too. But that was one <laughs> of the things about Final Fight, was it was uh, three characters you could choose from. Cody, Hagar, and Guy. I know well, these yeah, names. Hagar, too. Hagar, so Mayor it. of Earth. <laughs> Hagar was pretty awesome. Hagar was a mayor and professional wrestler. Hmm. <laughs> what professional wrestlers do we know who got into politics? He was old. He was Jesse Ventura before. Wait, I have seen Hagar. He's even got the handlebar tash, doesn't <laughs> yes, he? Yes, he does. He actually looks like <laughs> Jesse Ventura. Yup. That's where I was but going this, with this. But this was before Ventura got into politics. Yup. I'm so confused. I know. <laughs> isn't it good? Maybe time is cyclical and Ventura will end up like, instead of dying, he'll be ported into a video game. That's amazing. That would be genius, yes, right? That would be. So yeah, I mean, I, I'd look kind of like that idea. Someone write that. That's a film that needs to be made. <laughs> uh, if just to stop Jesse Ventura from running for the presidential seat. But yeah, the creator of Final Fight has basically said it was a ripoff of Double Dragon. Ah. Or possibly Double Dragon 2. But one of the things I loved about it, it is it had a certain personality. Okay. In that most of the, the characters, the bad guy characters, were named after musicians. Yeah. Right. Or bands. Like, possibly the most famous Final Fight adversary is um, Poison. Oh, who, who is named yes. after poison? But there's that all that uh, controversy and infamy, isn't there? Mm, there is a little yeah. bit. Yes. Why don't you tell us a bit about that, Simon? Well, poison. <laughs> it, it's very quick to sum up. Poison is transgendered. Is poison actually transgendered, or is this like a, a censoring thing? <clears throat> well, so it has been speculated that it was, and this doesn't sound good, but. It was considered more acceptable to hit a trans woman rather than a woman. The standards 80s, were different yeah. at the time. Yeah, but yes, there is a lot of speculation that Poison is transgendered. Okay, I don't know if the same speculation exists about Roxy, who was a palette swap of Poison. We'll, we'll sort of we'll, we'll file Poison in the in the same sort of cabinet as as uh, Birdo from uh, from Super Mario Two. <laughs> That's a weird little niche you're creating there. It is, and I li I really like it. But yes. I don't want to be part of your niche. <laughs> Villains were named Axel, Slash, Gene, Sid, Billy. Wow. I know. Yep. I want to play this now. It's a really fun game. That's the thing, that, that wasn't just the Western release names, was it? That was the Japanese names as well, wasn't it? Yeah, that was actually the character names, because the creator really liked Western music. And, you know, in the 80s, who didn't? That's a good question. Yeah, and you can't answer it. Because there is no answer, because no one disliked 80s music. <laughs> we'll let you believe that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right then. Should we move on? <laughs> well, just to say, Ladies. like Double Dragon, um, Final Fight kicked off a, a whole huge franchise with like six games. Awesome. And I believe um, at some point in that one, uh, Poison became playable. Huh. So maybe some heel face turn there. Yeah. 
Is it still going today or probably? I know Final, I know Hagar Final Fight. And- the, the the Final Fight games have not, as far as we but the characters themselves have. Yeah, I know yes, Hagar's turned up in Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, Capcom yeah. versus games. Uh, Cody became a Street Fighter character. Oh yeah, he did. Oh, that's that Cody. And, Gu- and Guy did as well. Uh, Poison was on Kemp, uh, Capcom, Capcom X Nemco. Yes. Oh, okay. Or a Tekken versus Street Fighter one. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So they are turning up. Uh, the, but, uh, the most recent Final Fight game I can find is from 2006. And that's Final really? Fight Streetwise. Wow, that's... Oh, wait. That, well, that was the 3D one, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's when it's like... Nope, 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 nope. That's not a Final Fight game. <laughs> it's got the name, though. When, when, it, when it goes from... You know, when it went from the 2D to the 3D, it's like, nope! Is, is this uh, in the nope. same way that... Is this in the same way that Beast Rider is not a Golden Axe game? Yes. Yes. Right. Same way. Okay, cool. Are we going to mention Beast Rider later? It didn't have... I don't know, are you? As far as I'm aware, no. as far as I'm aware that... Final Fight game didn't have any of the original characters in it. Oh, well, that sucks. Yeah, that yeah. kind of misses the point. So that's really not a Final Fight game. Um, Hagar may have been it as a plot device rather than a playable character, but I've, as far as I'm aware, none of the actual playable characters were any of the original characters. So, wow, I'd say character an awful lot then. <laughs> you think that's weird? I went back and listened to our first episode. Do you know how often we said fuck yeah? Which Three first times? episode? The first episode? No, no, the, fir- the first episode like of our of our comeback. Two weeks ago. Ah, did we say fuck yeah a lot? We said fuck yeah a lot. We're saying wow. fuck yeah quite a lot now. We are, because we're talking about saying fuck yeah a lot two weeks ago. Well, how often did we say fuck yeah two weeks ago? Quite a lot. Like, more than this. <laughs> fuck yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, back moving back. on. Desperately. <laughs> In the same what year as Final Fight. Fuck yeah, River City Ransom. What, what year was this? <laughs> 1989. Ah, you've missed one. I, I might well have. I'm not doing you've all missed, of them that ever yeah, came you've missed out. Yeah, you I just sort of wanted to throw my, my hat in there and say Altered Beast happened in 88. Ooh, yes, oh my god, yes. Altered Beast is awesome. Not there that you remake. Go, that's, yeah, that's, um, I've not played the remake, and I, I kind of want to now that I realise it was only released here and in Japan. Yeah, I have it. Is it, is it really, really, really bad? It's pretty bad. Okay, Basically, the idea of the, the remake is uh, you can freely turn into the various creatures. Right, so you don't need to like level you up are, and whatnot. You have been placed on an island, you are a genetic experiment. You can acquire the other transformations from doing X, defeating right. X, implanting the chip into you, and now look, now you can become a bird person. The, I will Fair say the, the CG transformations, the, the video transformation scenes are pretty gruesome. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, Altered Beast, you yes, are... Yes, Lex. It's like a platformer, Altered Beast, yeah. instead. But that, that is a very much straight left to right, no going up or down um, brawler, where you are... Was it you're, you're a well, the original, original, The original Altered Beast was a uh, continuing... was a You can't go back, wasn't it? So as soon as you went yeah. off the screen... Once the screen's gone, you can't go back, yeah. But you're a, you're a Roman warrior who like dies and then gets brought back to the dead gets brought back from the dead by Zeus. And the oh. conceit of the game oh. is that you turn into various animal men. Yeah. You start off being a werewolf and you work your way up to being a gold werewolf. Yes, yeah. Apparently that, that's there it. are also like <laughs> different things in between. But the power-ups you got from killing grey wolves, wasn't it? What was that? 
Well, you you would get your power up from killing grey wolves. Yeah, wolves. And then you transform and, and get, fuck get, shit up. Get the little, you get the little orb of power, and it was it's just that titty voice over the top. Power up. Funny enough, I was, I was going to mention the voices because it's a bit like Sinistar in that regard, in that it, it broke a lot of ground with its use of recorded voices. Mm, yes. That's true. <laughs> so they had, you know, um, was it? The, I remember the, my, the one I specifically remember. It's rise from your grave right at the beginning. Sinistar was cooler though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sinistar <laughs> was fucking terrifying. So yes, altered beast is a thing that happened, and apparently it rose a lot of uh, controversy from American conservative religious groups. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. They're usually well, spoiling for a fight. Yeah. So, 89, River City Ransom. River City Ransom. This was the third book, uh, book game in the Kuneo-kun series. Our, our man from Renegade. And in this Hooray! one... Yes. Cheer our hero. Uh, your girlfriend has been kidnapped. Because Again. that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, in this, the heroes are from River City High. So it is, as I said, an inter-school thing. There's gangs of school guys between you and recovering your girlfriend. If you've read Scott Pilgrim, or even seen the movie, the story of Scott fighting his way into getting Kim back is basically River City Ransom. Was this fighting a, a, a giant purple-suited dude or something like that? I just meant in terms of fighting your way into the other school and getting to oh, the, I see. the guy. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the exact line. There's something about, you know... Then I had to fight a giant, hundred foot tall, purple suited dude. He was flying and shooting lightning, or something like that. Yeah, that's the the Scott Pilgrim take is a little bit more exaggerated. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Otherwise, I would be totally playing this game right now. But the general idea behind it, although again, River City Ransom, the reason we're talking about it, it did things a bit differently, broke new ground. Oh, much like Renegade did. Yes, in River City Ransom, it was uh, to get through the first few stages open world, so you can take on different parts of it in different order, however you care to. And as you beat up the bad guys, you loot them, take their money. Again, Scott Pilgrim reference. I think uh, Brian Lee O'Malley is a big fan of this game. Yeah. And you use those coins to buy books which train you with new abilities. So there's a bit of a role-playing game, leveling up thing going on. So you can sort of, you've got like a skill tree. Yeah. Yeah. So you can pick up you know, special moves like Dragon Feet and Grand Slam. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like that. And of course, the uh, depending on what order you get those in and what order you do the levels in, there's sort of an optimal way uh, yeah. to get this upgrade to fight those guys in that area. Like uh, like the Mega Man series. Kind of like that, yeah. And some of them will sort of um, permanently increase stats instead of giving you new moves and all sorts of things. Yeah. And like Double Dragon before it, you can disarm enemies and pick up their weapons and then beat them with their own sticks. Because <laughs> that's always the best way to go. Absolutely. Get the bike chain. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, that bike chain is vicious. Uh, that was so um, largely it. Apart from... That same um, year? No, I was going to say for River City Ransom. Oh yeah. Another reason I think Brian Lee O'Malley is a big fan is um, there were sort of spin-off games here, and I can't remember if they were sequels or... Uh, Anyway, they were licenses, and one of those was called Crash and the Boys, which is which, one of the band oh, names in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Little yeah. obscure gaming reference. Most of the bands in Scott Pilgrim, apart from Sex bob are named after um, video games, even huh. Clash at Demonhead. Yeah. Which is a, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. I've learned something today. Yeah, I didn't know that either. 
Well, there you I go. Gathered, I gathered the names would have had some sort of reference to it, because the, the, the Scott Pilgrim series is full of references to video games. It really is. But I didn't realise it, it, I didn't realise it was that in tune to it. Huh. So yes, what was the next one you were going to bring up, Jack? Um, I was going to touch on it very, very briefly, because we have already done an entire episode on it, but Golden Axe. Ah, yes. Golden Axe <sighs> was the same year? Yeah. Um, it's actually, it came up quite interesting today, because um, I saw one of the sort of the... Um, the back and forth on Tumblr today is people talking about, you know, um, the depiction of women as warriors in video games. So, like, uh, you know, yes. the whole um, armor <laughs> bikini thing. Oh, this. And it made me think, like, yeah, that is, that is a major, major problem. And it made me think, because I was looking at the Golden Axe box art and realizing that... Well, no, what I was thinking, what I was looking at was Axe Battler, the main... The, oh, that's you know, true. Yeah. He fills out like, a posing pouch. Yes, yeah, he, he he wears a thong and his bulge follows you around the room. It's like a, one of those magic eye paintings. <laughs> So yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that's you know it, it, that means it's okay. I'm just saying like it's an interesting way to sort of look at it on the sort of sliding scale of. Um, he is an exception to the rule rather than yeah. the standard for depiction of men. But it's it's not it's less the depiction of men because obviously Tyrus Flair, the, the the female character, also wears an armor bikini or not even an armor bikini, just a bikini. Yeah. Uh, so you know it's not like exactly the thing that should be sort of reversing roles and whatnot. But it's just sort of like interesting to look at it on the on the scale of things. But so incredibly eighties box art aside. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was more of a hack and slash than a beat 'em up, but they're basically the same genre. Yeah. I find it hard to tell the difference sometimes. A hack and slash you've got a sword or an axe. Oh okay, so it is kind just, of it. it's an armed beat 'em up. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Sort of the difference Makes between, sense. say, a Street Fighter two and a Soul Calibur. Yeah. Although with the way I play Golden Axe, I usually play it as a brawler, I don't bother with the weapon, I just sort of run and do flying kicks or headbutts. Fair enough. Dwarf butt. Dwarf, you're flying dwarf butt, yeah. <laughs> oh god, that's a good, that's going back a ways, isn't it? Oh, dwarf butt. <laughs> What's the next one you've got? Uh, the next one I've got is Alien Storm. Ah, because you see, uh, also from 1989. Oh, okay, I've missed one then. I've got uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. The arcade Holy game. shit, that game was awesome. Oh, for god. TMNT 2. Which started a thing in the arcades. Although, no, it didn't start it. But it was one of the earlier four-player brawlers that I played. Yeah. And, yeah, it was a long time before X-Men, which we'll talk about later. That was 92. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, X-Men. Yeah. I've got X-Men in my notes as well. We need to have a game. <laughs> we need to, we need to like have a community play or a Let's Play or something like that of, of the X-Men arcade game. We do, we do. Well, it's on XBLA. Do. We can get it on Xboxes. Yeah. Yep. Except you get, what, eight players on that? Uh, six. Six. You can get yeah. six. Still. Six yeah. players. Wow. Okay, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I know, right? Do you know really annoying? Slight tangent. Um, I had the Turtles in Time remastered edition. Oh, yeah. From from XBLA uh, on my old Xbox, but I had to delete it for space and stuff. Since then, it's no longer on XBLA. Oh, oh and you can't download it. Nope. Can't I've really had that with it. a couple of games as well. That is an yeah. ass. I don't know, you know, because the company that re released it gone up, gone down, or what, but yeah, it's gone. So that's that was I don't know, 800 points or something thrown out the window. Shame. And now I've got achievements that I can't, you know, you know I've got a game I can't complete because I don't own it anymore. Yep. It'll, it'll come back around again, maybe, hopefully. Hopefully. But, but yeah, yeah. I, mean, I remember with the Turtles, Although, I mostly played the one on one. Uh, beat him up rather than the side scroller. Oh, the one of up beat him up is pretty awesome as well. Yeah, I really the enjoyed it. Beat him up is pretty cool. 
Not a lot of people would agree with us on that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, for example. That's fair enough. Fair enough. But um, not a lot to say about it, apart from the fact that it was four-player Xbox, uh, Xbox arcade game. I was going to say Xbox arcade. And it was. it was awesome. Go and play it if you can. Um, if you if you've got you know an arcade cabinet in your in your shed, which some people do, bastards. Alien Storm then. Yeah, Alien Storm, which um, a bit more like it's a bit like Golden X. That I in the sense that you've got weapons, mm. um, yeah. but other than that, everything else completely different. You are three warriors going off and fighting an alien storm. A storm of aliens, if you will. <laughs> um, and two of you, two of the, the warriors have got laser guns. Uh, apparently they had names. They, they had names, like, that got changed or characters that got removed. Like, for example, on the Master System, they took out the, 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 the lady warrior. Oh, right. Um, I did not know so, that. So, yeah, in the Master System, they took Karen out. And in other versions of the games, they renamed Karen Carla. Huh. That seems uh, arbitrary. Yeah, then there's Garth, who is... Oh, you think that's arbitrary. You wait. Uh, there's Garth, <laughs> who's the guy in the red jumpsuit, who fights the, the blue beams. Oh, he's the, co- he he's the cover re- star. Yeah, he got renamed to Gordon in some versions. Right. And then the one I always played, I was, which is the robot. Do you know what the robot's name was? Uh, it was Scooter. It was Scooter. Unless you're playing it in Europe. Which I was. Right. Really? Because apparently he's well, called I am Slammer. in Europe. Yeah. He's called Slammer. Yeah, in the Master System and PAL versions. Uh, well, you see, I was playing on emulator, so I must have had a foreign uh, emulation. Have you played it? If you had played it, the sort of Master System at the time, apparently his name was Slammer. Interesting. I don't know why they, they changed him from Scooter to Slammer. Maybe people would get confused and think he was a moped. I, I don't know. <laughs> but he had a he had a sort of lightning whip and bombs and was a robot. And that's pretty cool. Um, the only thing I really remember about it was that specifically was that the missions would occasionally cut to you going into a building and then it would be a first person shooter game yeah that was always cool and and then you'd like get some power ups by doing your fps bit and then you'd leave the room and then you'd be back into the the sort of side scrolly shoot the aliens kind of thing which is it, it was cool yeah it's pretty fun i've i've got it it's on the um the sega mega drive ultimate collection disc which i've got currently in the 360 so i might give it a game uh, afterwards because i've played pretty much every other side scroller i own um, except alien storm recently <laughs> So yeah, there's that. Oh, it occurs to me we missed one that was um, earlier. Oh, yeah, which was Ninja Gaiden. Oh, oh god. god, Ninja Gaiden! Like the old, uh, yeah, um, the original Ninja Gaiden. Was that what eighty nine, ninety? Never finished it. That was eighty eight. Eighty eight. Oh god. Wow, Ryu Hayabusa is all as old as as old as I am. <laughs> so yes, we're talking about the original Ninja Gaiden, the original Ryu Hayabusa game that yeah. came before Dead or Alive ever did. Started life is it, as a Is it similar in playing style to say like um, Shinobi? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Sorry, so yeah, I was making nostalgic as um. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it does. Shinobi. Remember, remember hold, hold back on, on the shuriken numbers to generate an infinite number of shurikens. <laughs> and anyone who's, played, anyone who's played Shinobi will know exactly what I mean. But yeah, that was just yeah. a passing reference. I thought I'd mention that that exists. Yeah. No, no, it's a good one. Good one to mention, yeah. Um, so we're up to... I mean, we've been talking for ages and we're only up to 1990. Yeah. There were a lot of these games. There, there really were. Yep. Should we skip a few and just talk about some big names? 
Uh, I've pretty much just got big names open on my on my tabs here, plus cool. uh, one I've never heard of before, but that it's probably bears mentioning. But that will become right at the end. Okay, okay. Um, so the next one I've got is Streets of Rage. One well worth mentioning. Yeah. Awesome. Um, <laughs> probably the. I mean, it was. I'm going to say it seemed like one of the first brawlers people played on on Mega Drive and whatnot, because it was up there with Golden Axe and so on. It's just it's a. It's it's a lot more like Double Dragon in and Renegade. It's um, urban nightmare near future people are running around doing kung fu and there are women in hats hitting people with whips <laughs> yeah um and it it ran exactly the same as golden axe in that you had one button to punch one button to kick and one button to do magic except in this case it wasn't magic you called in police backup and i always 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 had a major problem with this in this game because in what world does police backup involve shouting danger close and then getting a policeman to fire a <laughs> missile at you? In What's the near-future dystopian nightmare that is Streets of Rage. Yeah. So looking at the designs, is it not Detroit? It what, could be. I mean, Detroit's a city in decay. And it's full of like evil yeah. circus performers and whatnot. Um, it had some really awesome music in it. And I, I, This is a little fact I found out from it, which is that apparently the, the composer for the game released the soundtrack on the on like the official Japanese music market. Huh. So for like general consumption at the time. Which, you know, nineteen ninety what nineteen ninety one? Nineteen ninety? Something. That seems yeah. quite big yeah. Seems quite big for the time. And it's probably worth it because I mean I remember the uh, I have no idea. But the <laughs> fact that it even got released is I'd say pretty cool. And I did love the music in that game. But yes, this oh, game can rage. end in the same way as Double Dragon. What's that? This game can end in the same way as Double Dragon. Yes, because isn't one of the characters actually the big bad guy? No. Oh. But at the end, if there are two of you, the yeah. bad guy does say, Join me! And the players get a chance to say yes or no. If one says yes and the other says no, the one who says yes is asked to prove his loyalty by killing the one who says no. Ah, see, huh. I, I remember both of me and my brother playing this, and we both said yes... And then he laughed at us and dropped us down a trapdoor, and then we went back to like two levels earlier. Yep. And I was like, man, what an asshole. And that's another <laughs> test of loyalty. Yeah. So, that, that Streets of Rage, you are cops in the future who, who summon cars with rocket launchers. And let's bring up Steam. Steam? Streets of Rage is available on Steam. You're shitting no. me. No, it is. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I need to check to see whether Simon's lying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, speaking of Steam, I was going to mention something earlier, but I might I might bring it up at the end of the episode when we're not sort of like in topic. Okay. Streets yes. of yeah, Rage. You'll have to you have to Oh my god. Streets of Streets of Rage 1, 2 and 3 are all available on Steam for 2 pounds each. There you go. I got some stuff to bring up at the end of the show as well. I'm just going to check to see whether they've got like Steam multiplayer. That's a very interesting question. Oh, that would be pretty cool. Uh single player. Oh, it's got local co-op. So, yeah, ah. everyone would have to be around here with, like, controllers plugged into my USB ports, so oh, to speak. Well. <laughs> That's a shame. That is. So, shall we mention X-Men? Or was there anything you had before that? There is a game in between Streets of Rage and X-Men. There are many. Which one do there you are want many. to talk about? Uh, I'm, I'm, I want to talk about um, uh, War Amphibians. Ah, yeah. Conflict Frogs. I don't know that one. <laughs> I think you, you, you do. Don't know about, you don't know about Rash, Zits, and Pimple? Oh, God. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. Yeah. You're messing with the best and everyone knows you never mess around with the Battletoads. 
<laughs> of course. Battletoads is a game. Yes, it is. Uh, and it came out. It's a game that likes to fuck you over. It oh, came yeah. Out once upon a time in 1994. And it's by Rare. Never been seen since. Uh, Rare, who are well known for doing very cool games. Uh, perfect. Yeah. Wait, wait, as in Perfect Dark Rare? Yeah, same guys. Yeah. Perfect Dark Rare did Battletoads back in 1991. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And Do you think this has come up for some before, reason, Jack? For some reason, that blows Sorry. my mind. <clears throat> Well, Speaking back in the day, rare. they did um, Sesame Street games, WWF games. They did a wow. lot of stuff. Oh, I think I actually played their uh, their WrestleMania game back on the NES. They did the Beetlejuice tie-in? Ah. I've also noticed that they did a crossover game. Battletoads and Double Dragon? Yeah, Battletoads versus Double Dragon. Yes, yeah. we mentioned it when we were talking about Double Dragon. It's a thing that did happened. We? Good God, 1993. Speaking of Rare... Have you heard about the the thing that happened with Microsoft? Uh, when they Microsoft bought Rare, that they they mistakenly thought that they owned uh, Donkey Kong. Oh dear! Yeah. <laughs> so yes, because Rare owns Donkey Kong. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Microsoft. <laughs> Geniuses. So yeah, Battletoads is exactly what it sounds like. Um, you are giant anthropomorphic frogs. Uh, it's not your girlfriend that's been stolen, it's the princess, and you've got to go and get her back, if I remember correctly. That's right, from the evil Dark Queen. Yes, and there was a Canadian uh, cartoon series. I say cartoon yeah, series, was. it had one episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the Battletoads did appear in other stuff, though, didn't they? I'm sure I saw them in Bucky O'Hare at one point. It's possible that they may have had homage kind of amphibians. Sweet, mm. merciful Christ, I never realised that. Uh, for those of you who are fans of, of voice actors and whatnot, Scott McNeil was in the Battletoads uh, quote-unquote TV series. No. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, Scott McNeil was in the Battletoads show. I don't know who he played, but he was, he was in there. And the name okay, Kathleen wow. Barr, I swear I recognise that name, but... No, she's another Canadian voice actress who's done, like, lots, apparently. Mm. Um, but yeah, just, but yeah, just throwing that out there. Battletoads is famous largely for being stupidly difficult. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that game is so hard. Never finishing it again. It, it needs, it needs a, a franchise reboot. We need, we need a new Battletoads game. We haven't seen one since 1994. How about no? <laughs> <laughs> I think we need no such thing. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Although, actually, it would work in a kind of modern Devil May Cry, Bayonetta-style, ridiculously over-the-top button-mashing action game. I guess, but... uh, It's Battletoads? Yeah, exactly, it's Battletoads. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Battletoads, it's divisive. uh, uh, (laughs) It's got bad (laughs) connotations when it comes to Battletoads. (laughs) The amount of times I almost broke controllers playing that game. And I was a little kid doing this. Yeah, that is definitely a controller breaker. I just, I just hate to think to go back and try and play Battletoads now. I would just break controllers. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be if. It'd be, oh, yeah, it, it's happening. They'd end up getting embedded into TVs. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Then, should, should we then talk about the next one? Cool. Depends what you define as the next one. We're not looking at the same list. But we did we we did both mention the same game before Battletoads. X Men's X Men X Men X Men was a damn fine game. 
Very much <laughs> in the same vein as Turtles, as a multiplayer side-scroller. Yep. And taking on the art style of the animated series, hence the little music. <laughs> it was... Oh, I loved this game. Wasn't it, it was based on like the game. pilot episode, wasn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. Did but, anyone ever play Cyclops? Uh, I did. Well, basically, I think someone would end up having to play Cyclops just so they didn't play as Dazzler. Well, only if you had six players. True. But this is the thing is, if we play a six-player version of this game, someone's going to have to be Dazzler. I'll play Dazzler sooner than I'll play Cyclops. <laughs> I played Cyclops. It wasn't that bad. I, I think you're sort of you're, you're misunderstanding. Like It's, it's a side-scrolling brawler, right? Yep. You don't have to listen to Cyclops, but he does have a pretty cool combat ability. So does Dazzler. Dazzler, on the other hand, she she makes disco lights. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm going to be Cyclops before I be Dazzler in a fight. Nah, hell no. Okay. Right, I have a question about Cyclops. This is yep. why I hate Cyclops, I think. Deep down. His superpower yep. is shooting things he's looking at. Yep. How does he miss? Huh. How does he ever miss? That means he's incapable of looking at a thing he wants to look at. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh. Cyclops. But yes, Cyclops and Dazzler were both characters that you could play, along with Colossus and Wolverine, Speedball Special. And Storm and Nightcrawler. Yep. So yeah, there were some really... But Dazzler? Dazzler. Yeah, but I mean, why Dazzler and not Beast? Or even, if you're going to have a Dazzler character, why not Jubilee? Yeah, exactly. Especially considering that Jubilee has potential being the one of the strongest mutants in the world. And was a prominent character in the series. Indeed. Yeah, or, you know, why not, why not Rogue? Well, because Dazzler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, because Dazzler. <laughs> Basically, Magneto comes along, steals Professor X, steals Kitty Pride, and... Buggers off, and you've got to go and get them back by fighting through an army of robots and Hellfire Knights and various characters from from the Marvel universe. I've always been fascinated how you kidnap Shadowcat, who can yeah. walk through walls. Well, she can walk through anything, can't she? She just turns yeah. incorporeal. <laughs> exactly. So, how do you restrain her? Uh, knock her out. I suppose. Yeah, that's what I'd do anyway. That would be surprisingly effective. Yeah. Maybe Magneto's not as. Maybe this game isn't as dumb as we give it credit for. <laughs> it's quite and, dumb. It's got Dazzler. Oh, and there's something else as well, which I will bring up in a second, which is one of my favorite little factoids about this game. So, yeah, you, you fight through enemies. You've got uh, the bosses in it a Pyro, Blob, Wendigo, Nimrod, the White Queen, Juggernaut, Living Monolith, and Mystique. And Sentinels. Uh, th- yeah, there are Sentinels, but they're not, uh, they're not bosses, are they? Or they're sort of mid level bosses? They're kind of, yeah, mini bosses. Yeah. But my absolute favorite thing about this game yeah. is that when they released it from Japan, you know, from Japan in the UK, uh, the, the, into the West, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the game was not translated. There's a lot of Japanese text all over the place. You'll notice this if you play the XBLA version. Yeah. And a, lo- and a lot of the lines were translated really quickly. So Magneto <laughs> does have the immortal line, I am Magneto, master of magnet. <laughs> <laughs> And I forget wow. which level it is or which boss who says it, but there is a boss that says, Welcome to die! <laughs> okay, that's magnificent. And here wow, is like, like... my favourite thing about this damn game, right? Yeah. When they brought it over to, for Xbox Live uh, Arcade, right? Mm. They re-recorded all the dialogue. Right. And they, they got, keep um, the mistakes? They, kept, they put the mistakes in on purpose. They kept them in. Excellent. Wow. They got uh, Mila Lee and Kyle Hebert. Um, who Jack will probably recognise as the voice of Kamina in, in uh, Gurren Lagan. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. To, to record all the dialogue and kept the lines welcome to die and I am Magneto master of magnet <laughs> oh good I am glad that's yeah that's awesome. my favourite thing about this game <laughs> that's fantastic I love this game already but I just love it a little bit more now yeah so they had to re-record it because of licensing issues but then that uh, that's wonderful so that's X-Men that yeah. was a thing that happened um, and it's it's up to six players on the uh, on the, the uh, Xbox Live arcade version but are they online or local uh i believe that's online we need to play that yeah uh yeah funny how to drop in local or online multiplayer for up to six players we need to find a way to be on skype and recording whilst we play that yeah and but if you're playing it locally you can only have four players that makes sense yeah only having four controllers exactly so yeah i'm actually not being fucking dazzler Well, if it's you, Mike, and Jack and I, that's only four yep. anyway. That's true. We can yeah, get other people yeah. in there. We can. We can get listeners. We can get other we hosts. Have to. Yeah. <laughs> so, what about what about after X Men? Many things happened after X Men. That's true. The nineties, for one. X Men was in the nineties. It was. It was nineteen ninety two, though, so it barely counts. Well, I have none <clears throat> that particularly stand out that I want to talk about until very okay. recently. Um. I, the only other thing I've got really from the 90s, uh, other than my last point, is um, the Dungeons & Dragons Mystara games. Yeah, I've never played um, those. Oh, the ones they've just come back out again? Yeah, they, they've just been re-released for the Xbox Live Arcade, and they're on Steam as well. Steam, Steam, Steam. Um, and they're really, really fun. Um, again, I think it's up to... They were up to four players. I could be wrong, though. It might have even been more than that. Yeah, up to four players. Um, unless you were playing it on the NES or the something like uh, there was some console where it was only up to two players. Um, Sega Saturn, that was it, only had two players. And basically, you were heroes for hire in Mystara, and you had to go and stop an evil blank. It's like a, it's like a, a mad lip, essentially, how these games work. <laughs> um, and it was really, really fun. And then three years later, they came out with uh, Dungeons & Dragons Shadow Over Mystara, which was a sequel. It looks much the same, but then, you know... Graphical jumps at the time, not that sort of important, I guess. Um, added in two extra characters. You had the thief and the sorcerer. And oh my god, playing the sorcerer is one of the greatest things ever. Um, you do like circle of elemental power and then just turn everything in the world into fire. Um, or reverse gravity is always quite fun as well. So yeah, it's a 2D side-scrolling brawler where you play as various classes from D&D. And it's really, really fun. And four-player cooperative, I've only ever played it by myself and I found it quite fun. So I can only imagine what four-player cooperative would be like uh, other than insane. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> and that, that came out in 1996, that last one. Huh. Any other classics that anyone want to talk about? Well, <clears throat> I don't know about Irish. Have you got anything else you remember? Um, where does Asterix and Obelix fit into the list? Wow. The old Mega Drive game. No, see, I was talking about the arcade game. Uh, probably would have been ported to the Mega Drive, which is where I might have seen it. Probably. But I just have one... Memory. Only one. Hol- you have one memory. Ha ha! <laughs> Funny! <laughs> He's made too many wishes on the Orin. <laughs> I had to go there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, I have a memory. How about that one? I have a memory when I was younger, uh, on holiday with my family. Uh, in the UK somewhere, I think a Butlins or something like that type holiday. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Uh, and we're just in this arcade, and I'm playing, uh, you know, and I knew about, I knew of 
action novelists from seeing the cartoons and reading the books and so on and so on. And to find this arcade game, it was like, oh, can I have a go? And I was like, yeah, why not? And we both played together. I played as Asterix and he played as Oblix. And we practically finished the game. Huh. We put we put a lot of money into it to do it, but we were like, "Oh my god, this is so good!" And it is, you know, it was size squirrel beat him up. Uh, Oblix could pick up the ver- his various stones he has dotted around the levels, and you could throw them. And uh, every now and again, you'll get potions. You can find the potions as power ups. And when you dropped them as Asterix, you became invincible for a short period, and you sort of zipped across the screen. As Oblisks, you kind of you know, windmilled your way around the screen, just knocking stuff around. And you collected uh, Roman helmets as your pickups. I just remember that game really vividly because, like, wow, this game was so much fun. I've never seen it anywhere else since then. That sounds actually uh, really good. I know they brought, uh, I think, end of the PS2 lifetime, maybe some early Xbox 360 stuff, or something. but they did bring out a new, new uh, Asterix Noblex side-scroller game, but I never got around to playing it. I'm sure it'll end up getting like an HD remake or something like that at some point. I mean, hopefully, because it did bring, as Alex had mentioned earlier, the Simpsons game. Yeah. To go back to our controller episode, you know, that was one of my favourite control uh, favorite games in that style. Uh, I, I remember playing that on an arcade cabinet in Butlins when I was like a, a foot tall. <laughs> yeah, um, like the last, the last thing I've really sort of got in my notes here is like what I can basically sort of see that seems to be the um, the end of that kind of era of, of um, brawlers. I know they didn't technically really sort of end, but that's sort of the end of the the popular ones. Um, and then I know they've they've also started to get a bit of a resurgence now with all the remakes and the uh, the, the HD um, rebundlings. Um, but I found yeah. there's just a game called Battle Circuit that came out in 1997, right? And it came out in Japan and in Europe and only in arcade cabinets. Hmm. And I'm like, that is a pretty good indicator that that was sort of probably the end of days. Hmm. Yeah, when you can no longer be bothered to port them from the arcade to the console. Yeah, and that's the thing is they they never never released in never released in the states, never released on a home console. Um, it was a again a bit like that whole um, River City Ransom thing that you could level your character up the way you wanted to. Um, by insert you were like cyborgs and you could insert discs and learn new programs and things like that. Um, so yeah, and that came out in 1997 and then that sort of really, I think was the, the last hurrah really. And it wasn't that much of a hurrah. Hmm. Sad. But they have, as you said, had a resurgence. Oh yeah. Lots of, lots of HD, uh, remakes, lots of, um, steam, um, retreading, that sort of thing. And a couple of games I want to bring up. Yeah. Because there are a couple of games I want to talk you guys into playing multiplayer with me. Oh, 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 oh. yes, 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 yes. Castle Crashers. Yes. Have that. Yep. I do not Which have it, is, but I love it. It's a lot of fun. It. I have it. It's awesome. It is so much one of these games. With the River City Ransom style leveling, uh, with the Battletoad style crude sense of humour. Oh yeah, there is, there's a really mean sense of humour to that game. There really is. Yeah. It's a modern take on this genre, yeah. very simply put. Very slick, cartoony HD graphics. Yeah. But simple side-scrolling action. Very Zim-esque, I thought. Hmm. Yeah, in its art style. Yeah. I can see that. And the other one is, of course, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Not played it, but... I've played the demo. Yeah, I've seen it being played. 
It is it actually any good? I love it. I think okay. it's great, and I think it would be fun for us to do a, a as we were talking about before, a, a sort of a let's play of it. Yeah, that's a good good. Be pretty good laugh because there's a good range of characters to choose as well, isn't there? Yeah, it's it's a four player, and by default you can play as Scott, Ramona, Kim, or Stephen, and you can Steven. unlock Nega Scott. Awesome. And Knives and Wallace are both available as DLC. Okay. It is unsurprisingly seven stages, and much like River City Ransom and Castle Crashes, you can level up, unlock new moves, all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah the shops don't they as well? Mm-hmm. Within the levels. Yeah, it's very stuff. much River City Ransom. And the music Who's for it is it? all is done by Anna uh, No, it's Ubisoft. It's Ubisoft, okay. But yeah, the Anna Managuchi soundtrack is worth downloading on its own. <laughs> so if we can arrange a way to get everyone on Skype and on Xboxes and yeah. to record the video, we need to we've start got, doing what, this. Yeah, we've got Castle Crashes, we've got uh, Scott Pilgrim and X-Men. And we possibly other these. things. Once we've got it set up... Oh, yeah. There's no end to the kind of bullshit we can do with each other. Absolutely. I mean, considering that I now have a separate World One Stage One Xbox account, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, in in resurgence of us returning, and for people wanting to play multiplayer games, I decided to. Considering I had a family gold account, I had a spare gold account floating around. I thought, well, why not make a dedicated. Community, community multiplayer, like multiplayer character uh, accounts. That's awesome. So I have uh, W1S1 Irish as my <laughs> multiplayer account. That we should is also very start looking cool. to games we all have on Steam as well to start having like community let's uh, community gaming with uh, with our listeners and whatnot. Yeah, because like you know TF2, TF2 I'm up for some TF2. Oh yeah, and Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead Left is something I really, oh, really, really, really want to play. With you know people that aren't assholes, uh, then why do you want to play with the World One Stage One community? Because I'm an asshole. Oh come yeah, on, yeah, that's true. Whenever, You'll probably be on my on, team, Jack. Whenever, <laughs> whenever me, you, and Mike. Yeah, I was thinking you're, you're, you're unlikely. It's one of the glorious things ever. It was. It's I do remember react. specifically playing it once and turning up in a um in a in a game of Left 4 Dead Two, and someone looked at our the fact that me, Mike, and Jack were all in the same thing. We all had W1S1 in the front of our name. And this like, guy was freaking out. He's going, oh my god, this, we've got a clan on the other side. Oh man, we're screwed. And they beat <laughs> us in about four, maybe five minutes. And we were just there just hooting and going, woo, go clan! <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. It was. We sucked so hard. I'm, I'm really bad at Left 4 Dead. But what I mean is, when I say, you, you, you say you're an asshole, but what I mean is you won't kick me out of the game for, you know, missing a charge. No, I'll laugh at you. Yeah, exactly. And I'll yeah. laugh at me. We don't play these games for serious. We play these games. We don't for play these games to win. That is true. We play these games to have fun. Yeah, and, and we sign well, out games. To be honest, um, from voice chat and fraps, we can start doing those as uh, actual let's plays to YouTube right away. Woo! Ah. There's nothing to stop us. That's true. I just need to get fraps. Me too. No, well, only one of us needs fraps. Really? Yeah, but then we, but then we, we would don't... only be able to have that point of view. Yeah, which is what I mean. We we should be able to like jump between them. But I mean, if us, you know, yeah, actually, yeah, if we're, yeah, we should do that, right? I'm, we'll start bouncing a message around on Facebook or whatever it is, and see if we can uh, get a date and time sorted. Yes, but that is for off air. I think, however, we are done with on air. Yeah, that's true. Was, is that was that the, was that any of those two games you wanted to, to talk about? Or was it of the was modern era? Any... Yes. Fair enough. Unless anyone else has anything. 
Dragon's Crown's coming out in a month's time, and it looks pretty fun. <laughs> yes, I know it looks incredibly like Norky and, and fan servicey, but it also looks like really really nice <laughs> artwork as well. <laughs> Very pretty fan service. Yeah, exactly. Things could be TNA and still be really really pretty, dead or alive. Yeah, well, that is pure TNA. Yeah, but it is also a really, 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 really fantastically pretty game that is also very fun to play. That's true. So we shall see. On a random, another random tangent, uh, at work today, we got an interesting item in on delivery. Um, For those who don't know, I work in a toy shop, so ah, lots of fun for me. Um, We got a new Boppet in. Oh no, not the Boppet. I didn't even know this thing existed until I saw it on the delivery note, and I was like, how the hell will this work? And what it is, it's Boppet Tetris. What? Yeah, Boppet Tetris. How does that work? Right. Um, what it is, it's got a... So two, it's a, it's a, a cylinder that twists in the center. And on the left-hand side, it's got a rectangle made up of, like, eight blocks. And on the right side, it's got uh, a square of four blocks. <clears throat> now, when you got it on, it's only got two game modes, but then like various levels within those. You've got like marathon single player or the pass, so the box player, and you can do different bits in there. Once you get it go, oh dear, once you get it going, it will give you on the left hand side on the lo- on the rectangle, it will give you it will light up a selection of the blocks, and then on the right hand square, it will give you like a block or two blocks or a diagonal and basically you have to twist the boppet so you can fill in a gap in the on the the left hand side and then you squeeze it together and as it goes as it keeps going you know it gets as the level as you complete the levels it gets faster and faster and um it doesn't it doesn't wait for you to pick if you don't if you leave it too long that counts as you missing like you would expect in actual tetris and I was looking at it going, I, I, in the bot, in its packaging, going, I, I, I don't know. I, you know. I picked it up and played for it for five minutes and went, you know what? Yes. <laughs> yes. How much? £25. Not quite yet. Yeah, no, not, not for 25 But then I thought about it. I thought about, that seems like a lot. And I looked at the, like, the regular boppets and stuff. They're like £27 and all this, as it is. So I was like, eh, so it's not so bad price-wise compared to the others. But, I'll, I'll wait for it to get reduced before I get it. Fuck so it! Can... You're not the fucking boss of me. <laughs> but apparently there's an app version as well for the iPhone. Oh, God. There is an app for that? There is an app. It says available on the App Store. Okay. That um, weird. See if I, I'll see if I can find it for the show notes. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be um, less than £27. And there was one last thing as well I wanted to mention, which was the um, Steam market I've now started utilising. Continue. Have you used it at all, Simon? No. Uh, I don't know how long this has been around, but basically now you can start like selling stuff uh, in games that you don't want or need or use or what have you. So in other words, if you've got a lot of TF2 hats that you don't want, <laughs> or you've got a lot of you know crates that you're never going to open, you can now put them on Steam, eBay, and That's you know, very I, interesting. yeah, I, I I looked through it and went, okay, I've got a bunch of hats I'm never going to use. I've got like five copies of the you know the uh, vintage Sandman uh, and like this. <laughs> Uh, spy outfit and this doctor's outfit and all of these crates. And I was like, right, I'll just put them up here at this price. I'll just undercut everyone else by a penny. Um, and like after about five minutes, I've made £3.76 to spend on Steam. Huh. 
by just selling shit from TF2. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well worth looking into. Keep us informed. An- I yeah, see another, that the, another... uh, <coughs> the trading card thing has kicked off as well now. Another 24p and I can afford uh, Poker Night the Inventory too. <laughs> Which is a fun game. Yeah. GLaDOS is the dealer. Uh, or, I, or I might, you know, keep saving up and see if I can buy RPG Maker on Steam. Because I didn't realise that RPG Maker is on Steam and it's £50. What? 50 yeah. quid? 50 quid and all the DLC, like all the tile sets and everything can be bought as DLC separately. Wow. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's 50 quid and then like more money to like buy all the extra title sets you're ending up spending about like a hundred quid to get the full full game and I'm, even now i'm still like going it's not a bad deal sounds like quite a bad deal yeah but i love that game <laughs> maybe it'll get reduced in the Possibly, incoming I'll, steam sale yeah i'll wait i'll wait to see if it comes in steam sale steam sale everybody there's a steam sale coming it is summer. <laughs> it's been in July for the last two years running, so I'm expecting this week or next week. Hmm. I'm hoping so anyway. Yes, oh, and also there are the rumours for the Steam Borrower section, which I think, I don't know if we mentioned last week or not. I don't think no, we did. No, no. Um, someone mentioned that basically they've seen something about a Steam uh, shared games folder or something it like that. It was in the latest Steam uh, beta things someone saw a folder which was labeled shared apps but it is literally like second and third hand rumors and so on so yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't put too much stock in it but it would be very cool if it was i mean and it would be the right time for them to be doing something like this yeah with everyone upset with the uh, xbox and playstation reveals steam needs to start looking even more incen- enticing so if they start having a, a a lending function to their games uh, that could be very interesting but again, it's like third-hand cool. rumors, so don't don't put any stock in that at all uh, until you hear you know an actual uh, confirmation from Steam. So yes, and they're look good guys. For... It could happen someday. That's true. But yes, look out for possible multiplayer madness coming up. Oh yeah, definitely. Do get in touch on Twitter at w1s1 on Tumblr world1stage1.tumblr.com on Facebook facebook.com/world1stage1. And let us know what you want us to talk about, what you want yep. to hear on the show. I'm, I'm assuming we don't have any listener mail this episode round. Send us listener no. mail. Uh, we don't have an email address to give them yet, because I haven't checked But we have out. all these various sites. They can, the, the Tumblr has an ask button. It does. I think, I it. think the Tumblr has an ask button. I'm not entirely and sure. If Actually, not, make moment, it happen. Because I know so it works. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Simon at worldonestage1.com. I will forward it on to the guys. Email us at there, at the very least. And we'll read your letter out live on air. And it is live and then on mock air. You. It is live. And we'll so, probably yeah. mock you and we'll probably be unable to help you. But but we we care. Yeah. A little. A little bit. Some of us more oh. than others. Oh, also, um, another thing. Have you seen that Grafford uh Grafford Auto five, at least for the Xbox and the three six uh for the Xbox and the PlayStation will have a mandatory eight gigabyte install? I hadn't seen that, but it doesn't surprise me. No, it doesn't surprise me. It's just like, jeez. Yeah, apparently the Xbox edition will be shipped on two discs. Disc one will be used as the mandatory one-time installation. Huh. And uh, disc two will be used to play the game. But uh, basically, it will install Grand Theft Auto V and Grand Theft Auto Online. Without any need, you'll be able to play it without having to switch the discs. And the PS3 version will just be all one disc. So there you have it, folks. Mm. GTA. Interesting. I thought they were both using Blu-ray drives. On the 360? Oh, on the 360. This is 360, yeah. 
Yes. Sorry, I'm thinking next gen already. Uh, it's not here yet, Simon. It'd be out no, 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 Like, uh, much like uh, Lone Ranger, I'm waiting for them to actually be released so I can not give them money. <laughs> but how can we disdain them if they're not here yet? <laughs> oh, they don't all those... know that I'm apathetic. <laughs> And for all those uh, listening who have Animal Crossing for their 3DS, I'll drop my code onto the Facebook page at some point if you want to come and visit my village. No. Ah, see my village. <laughs> it's it's strangely addicting. But come I want village. you to drop Sit your down, code onto the Facebook drink page this. so I can choose not to visit your village. That's true, you can yeah. choose not to visit my village. Mm. Well, I can't actually because I don't have a 3DS, so it's not a choice. Well, I suppose. I'm going to buy a 3DS. I'm going to buy Animal Crossing just so I don't visit your village. <laughs> Fuck you, then. That's a very expensive slight. <laughs> Such a dick. Okay, then. I think we're done here. I hope I we're think done. we are. Yeah. It appears that way. So, until next time, I have been Simon. I have been Jack. And I have been Irish. Goodbye. Ta da! Bye! <laughs> Oh wait, that's not the ending. That's the that's the. <laughs> oh no, well, we're going to introduce the next episode. <laughs> no, no, I guess not. Fuck you guys! I'm going to eat food then. <laughs>